So, uh, Dr. James Hawkins, uh, you know him from the More Excellent Way podcast, is here with us. Um, first of all, thank you for, in a busy day, taking a moment to uh, spend a couple of moments with us. Appreciate that very, very much. I um, I wanted to reach out to you. I um, We haven't talked a lot on the air about this yet. Um, there's the heartbreaking situation of what went on with Ahmad in Georgia and the um, the senseless event that happened there. And um, mm-hmm. man, I, I, I've wrestled with that because there's a part of me that was like, I do not want to just be silent to this, mm-hmm. um, but I don't want to just react either. And I know a lot of people are doing good things and they're, um, you know, trying to make their voice heard and standing up. And I'm, gl- I'm thankful for that. Uh, I saw somebody shared is like, how many times has this happened without a video? Right. And without Ooh. the outcry, and that's the part that it gets me even more sobering. But the more I kept thinking about it and praying about it, I was like, I think the place I want to I want to go to is I want to understand before I just react. And it's as someone of color right here in Northwest Arkansas, mm-hmm. I um, mm-hmm. I want to better understand when something like this happens, how it affects you as well as my other brothers and sisters here in Northwest Arkansas. And I thought I'm just going to take a shot at it. As, as ignorant as I am to understanding this, I'm going to put myself out there to say, James, my friend, I, I don't even know how to do this, but I want to better understand because I have a feeling that it hits you differently than it hits me. And that's not necessarily okay, but I do want to understand. No, I appreciate that. Because that does something powerful. You can hear my friend and my brother in Christ, Mark, say that. Because that's something that we fundamentally need as human beings. That when we are in our places where we're hurting or we're overwhelmed or we get scared or just whatever, just when we feel these strong emotional places, the worst possible thing that happens to us is to be left alone in those places because it's overwhelming. So it's meaning literally even in my own physical body and soul, I can't make sense of it. I don't know what moves to make with it. It's a deep lamentation of my soul. Mm -hmm. And I think even that's what hit me with when I heard about Ahmad. It was a lamentation. There's a part for me initially hit me, and I felt this numbness um, because I was just tired of feeling sad because I just felt like there's a part of me is like, is there going to be hope? Is anybody going to even care? Or are we going to just lose this in the political spin of life and become cynical about it? Mm-hmm. And then that just makes me feel like we've lost touch with humanity, and it's just this lamentation of the soul. So, But when we can have someone say, I see that it's overwhelming for you, and I'm even lost here, but I do know I want to be with you in it. What my body and soul begins to feel is I'm not alone. And it feels like a relief. It feels like a burden gets lifted when people can enter into these emotional spaces with each other. Man, I mean, it becomes, it reminds me of like my emotions take on human flesh. You know, I'm playing with incarnation there, but this is Philippians 2, mm-hmm. where Paul says, Make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love and compassion for one another. And then he says, if you don't even understand that, let me point you to Jesus, who himself was equal with God, but not consider equality with God something to be grasped. But he took on human flesh, and Jesus entered our suffering. Mm. That's what we have to do at times like this, Mark, Mm -hmm. is you're right, as a person of color, it is a suffering because it's like, wait a minute. Some people are almost like, is this okay? Is this justifiable? And it's like, I'm a little bit scared because there's times when I know, unfortunately, because of this sin in America, and some people who, the evil that perpetuates, and what I mean by the evil, this is demonic. 
it, it sends this message out, people of color are dangerous, and even in our just subconscious, some people believe that, and they get triggered by it. Mm. And so, and it can lead to things like Ahmad's death, and that's scary. But when someone like you, Mark, and there's been others in this community, can come along and say, James, I want to understand. And the first step, and what I appreciate even how you've done it with us, Mark, is I don't want you to make, it's not you stepping in, I want to make you feel better, James. I want to be able to lament with you. Mm -hmm. And that's a holy place to be. When we as the people of God can come together and lament together, what we begin to feel is hope arises from that place, from the ashes. Uh, When we can cry together, when we can lament together, when we can comfort one another in our pain, that this gives us hope, and it actually unites. Hmm. And I think that's why we've been struggled with race so much, is because we have not been able to lament yet. Because hmm. apologizing is not the same thing as lamenting with someone. But I get why people sometimes from majority culture don't want to lament, because it can bring up shame, it can bring up guilt, and then they get stuck in it themselves. But when people who are of goodwill can't join in, with someone in their pain, then that person is alone in their pain, and the person of goodwill is also alone in their shame and guilt. So mm-hmm. none of us are really together. We're divided in moments like this. Mm-hmm. So I just love that you're making space for this, man. Well, man, I appreciate the perspective. Um, I, I, I know I'm going to fumble my way through the words of this, but I just want you to know that uh, I'm sorry that we're having to grieve this again. Um, and there's mm-hmm. a part of me is just tired of it there's a part of me that's Mm -hmm. honestly a little bit cynical of like okay well we're gonna go run some laps and walk and it's gonna have some political Mm -hmm. discourse Mm -hmm. and how many times are we gonna find ourselves here again um and i i hope that we move the needle and that some healing Mm -hmm. comes out of this um Mm -hmm. but i've learned i think the first thing for my own heart is to understand that you're you're right Mm -hmm. first thing i need to do is find my brother, find my sister and be able to say, um, I want to grieve this with you because I think you understand the depth of it in a way that I don't. And I want to enter into that. And so thanks for helping. And Mark, I say one thing, you know, we can't, we know that evil will always exist and things like this will continue to happen, but what cannot happen, this is the part we can change is we will make the vow that I will not leave my brother or sister alone in their pain. Mm -hmm. That's the key. Things like this will happen, but what needs to change is how we respond to these events. That's the biggest thing I call the body crisis, how we respond, not to the, on the political part or social media, but how we, we need to change how we connect with each other in each other's pain. Mm-hmm. That's what has to change. Man, I appreciate your heart so much. I love you, and I'm, I'm so thankful that you'd entered these conversations with us uh, that are just trying to learn, and you really are... Uh, a gift and your perspective. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Mark. Thank you for KLRC. Just once again, even in pain, looking for positive words to make a difference. Really appreciate you, man.